Hello and welcome to the Scrippers View, uh, episode two podcast, uh, ranking hitters 51, sorry, 50 to 41. Uh, didn't do last week, just kind of crazy with Mark Madness. Brett was a little behind, so was I, and just school, um, giving report cards and stuff. So, gonna try to get back on like a regular weekly schedule as best I can. Um, everything's still posted on the website, but podcast sometimes I will forget. So, gonna go right into it. Javi Baez. Number 50, Detroit Tigers. Um, same deal as Trevor Story, six years, 140 million. I think it's structure a little different. They're the same age. Um, their overall production numbers throughout their career are somewhat similar. Um, I don't think he's going to hit 30 home runs. I think he's be more in the 20s. I think he'll probably have 70 something RBIs. Detroit's a little bit more difficult to hit home runs. Uh, it's more of a pitcher's ballpark. Also, he's on a worse team. Uh, not that the Mets or the Cubs were necessarily amazing but they're better than the tigers although the tigers are kind of up and coming i just don't think they're yet there yet uh i think his average will dip a little ops will probably be around 800 it's fine number 49 nolan arenado uh st louis cardinals third base he's only hit under 100 rbis twice i think his rookie year which was believe 133 games and then in 2014 he played 111 games uh and he was under 100 rbis um i don't think he's gonna be be hitting 300 anymore he hasn't since before covid uh but i think he'll still get you 30 home runs 100 rbis with like a mid eights ops so again third basements are deep uh i personally have rafael devers so i wouldn't be taking arenado uh, but he's still a keeper in a lot of people's leagues. Uh, next up, number 48, um, Alberto Mondesi, Kansas City Royals. The biggest risk you can take in the draft, in my opinion, uh, and that's because he could single-handedly win a category or he could just be injured for the entire season. He's played over 100 games only once in his career, which was 2019, uh, and it was a total of 102 games. Stole 43 bases, um, but 102 games. So last year, he played, I think, 39 games. He had 15 stolen bases, but he played 39 games and was injured most of the season. Uh, he's still young. He's 25 years old. Not on a great team, but again, he can win you a category. So he's here in kind of the mid, middle pack, middle of the pack, number 48. Um, I, I, I think his upside is MVP type player if he can get it together, if he can steal 50 bases and even if he just hits. 15 home runs with a 290 average. Maybe it won't win MVP, but he's, he should be in consideration. <clears throat> and for fantasy purposes, he'll win you a category. So, that's my take. Uh, number 47, Carlos Correa, Minnesota Twins. I I think I put it in the actual physical rankings. He quoted himself as saying that he wants to build a championship, championship culture with the Twins. But then he goes and signs a deal where he can opt out every year. So, I don't like Carlos Correa um, as a player he's fine I tweeted the other day that he's overrated and I more so meant that in fantasy terms because honestly in fantasy terms he kind of he is I don't think he's I haven't ranked 47 again I take the the average of all the major websites and kind of put them together to give myself uh, close to show the readers close to what the quote-unquote experts uh, believe and I move it around. So, for, for example, I put John Carl Stanton at 41 here when a lot of websites and averaged out had him at around 48. I think Stanton's better. I think he's on a better team. 
Um, and they just think he's streaky, but I'll get to that. But Carlos Guerrero, he doesn't get you stolen bases. He's never hit over 100 RBIs in his career. He hasn't batted over 300 since, I think, 2017, so about five years. Um, I mean, and even if we're talking real baseball, I'm not even going to get to that. But just for fantasy purposes, I think there's better valued shortstops that you could take. Um, I think he'll probably hit in the 270s, get 20 home runs, 70 RBIs. He's, Byron Buxton, the best other best player on the Minnesota Twins, is another player who's just very injury prone and has never kind of put it together. He started off the year last year. Everyone's saying he's going to win the MVP. He's the number one fantasy player. He gets hurt. He hit, hits most of the year. Misses most of the year. I I just don't think... I also don't think he's going to stay in Minnesota. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets traded midseason anyway. Does that affect his value and his ranking if he goes to a good team? I guess. But uh, I still... I wouldn't take Carlos Gray out on my team. And I haven't. I had him once years ago. And I, I don't think I would take him again. Uh, Pete Alonso, another first baseman who you really just have to kind of gauge... Uh, the the value in the round that you're taking him in we, we've gone I've, if you go look back at my rankings there's plenty of first basements that they're going to get you the power that you're looking for at first base he's going to hit probably over 30 home runs and he'll get close to 100 rbis the mets got better um i think power rankings are at like four i think a lot of people are considering them world series contenders especially with the pitching i don't really care about that uh because we're talking about fantasy I, I let me just qu- quickly. I, Jose Abreu is two spots above him, and I'll just say that I'd rather have Jose Abreu on my team than Pete Alonso. Uh, yeah, Jose Abreu is 34. Jose Abreu, um, Pete Alonso is 27, but Pete Alonso's never brought average really to the table. Um, and if you're gonna go for a first baseman, you're gonna pick him earlier. You want all the categories to kind of be covered, and Alonso is another example of a guy who, who he's not gonna drag down your team in average in a major way, but he's not going to bring it up. Uh, he's going to probably hit around 260. So do you want someone like Crone and later in the draft? I'd probably do that over Pete Alonso. Um, not for Jose Abreu, and I'll talk about Jose Abreu in a second. Uh, next up, Corey Seager, who got $325 million. I don't believe that is a good deal. Um, he's never won a gold glove. He's never gone over 90 RBIs. Um, doesn't hit for power. He... Hits for average, his career average is around 300, but he went on to a not great team. Um, he left the best team in baseball to go to a not great team. Uh, and again, websites had him ranked at like 40. It just doesn't, again, for a shortstop, when you say Correa, who's actually ranked behind him in this, I'd take Correa actually over, I would take Corey Seager. Um, I would take Javi Baez, I would take Corey Seager, because Corey Seager's going to go early because he's a name, and I guess all these guys are names, so it's kind of contradictory to me saying that, but he will go early in drafts this year because he got $325 million, just a fact. I don't know what the ADP is for him right now, uh, but I know in the draft that me and Brett did, he went relatively early. He's not on a great team, he'll hit for average, fine, but he's not going to cover all the stat lines for you. Um, next up, number 44, Jose Abreu, uh, Chicago White Sox. He's old, which you forget about, but he's 34 years old. He came into the league. He was 27. Wins the rookie of the year. Wins the MVP uh, in the COVID year. But when you actually look at the COVID year, and again, I don't like taking COVID years into account. Um, I constantly say that they're kind of just flukes, which, whatever, may not be fair. Uh, but when you go actually look at his stats, just across the board, 
he's hit over 100 RBIs every season except for two. Um, in 2018, he hit for 78. He played 128 games. And then in 2020, with COVID, he played 60 games and he got 60 RBIs. He batted 317 uh, and won the MVP. His career batting average is 290. Um, he's got 228 home runs. I I don't love his age. And I don't know if he's going to be able to hit 300 again. He hit 260 last year. Um, I'm hoping that he's probably around the 280s. Uh, I think the White Sox are good. I think they have a lot of young talent. Uh, and they, they, they've got decent pitching too. But I, I if I'm going to take it first baseman early, I'm going to take the risk on Jose Abreu for the fact that he's actually going to raise my team's average rather than drag it down. And I also think he's going to hit over 30 home runs and 100 RBIs, which he has his entire career. So I'm not going to take a Pete Alonso. I, take, I, I would take a Jose Abreu. Okay. Uh, next up, number four, three, Alex Bregman, third base, Houston Astros. He's another guy who uh, I was looking into just just news with him because I know he had a lot of injuries last year, uh, which kind of brought his entire season down. And in the past, since 2017, I believe it was 2017, the only players with a better or higher war than Alex Bregman is Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and Marcus Simeon. And that's great, but again, this is fantasy baseball. So... What is Bergman going to bring to the table for you in terms of fantasy? Uh, he's going to bring an okay average. He's been hitting 270 last year, 242 COVID year, 296, 286. So say he hits around 280, fine. I, last year, 281 average for our season, um, our league. Uh, so he's not going to bring you down. Not going to hit for crazy power. Uh, I think that's probably behind him unfortunately i don't think he's gonna hit 40 home runs again i think he's probably gonna hit more like in the mid 20s i think he'll probably be in the 80s for rbis so i don't i would would take alex bregman i don't think he's a keeper anymore i think a lot of people have him as a keeper rightfully so don't think he's a keeper anymore uh if i didn't have devers as a keeper on my team i would actually shoot to get alex bregman i tried to trade up alex bregman last year as an extra infielder when he was hurt i thought maybe he would come back uh, a little earlier and play more games. He only ended up playing less than 100 games last year. I think it was around 90. So I, I still, there goes my phone. I would say he's, 43 is a probably fair ranking. Uh, number 42, Tyler O'Neill. I would put Tyler O'Neill more so in the 50s because I think it's, it's a risky. People think he's going to be a superstar, not a team star. People think he's going to be an MLB superstar, not just a star for the St. Louis Cardinals. Those are the articles and all the tweets I've been reading when I was looking at this. And for fantasy purposes, there's a very specific reason I would be okay keeping him in the 40s, and that's stolen bases. He had 15 stolen bases last year. I don't think he's going to hit 34 home runs again. Nothing in his... Again, he's young. He really has never played a full season. Last year was his first real full season. Um... COVID, again, I don't count, but he was really bad during COVID. He hit under 200, and he played 50 games. The two, year, the two years prior to that, he played 60 games each, and he was batting in the two, 250s, 260s, and his power was not really there. Again, I don't really know analytics. I don't really care for analytics, but I look at numbers, and they're both under 10. It's nine home runs uh, in 2018. Again, over 60 games, so take that into account. And then five home runs in 2019, again, 
over 60 games, if you have to take that into account, fine. Um, he's goal glove caliber, outfielder, but this is fantasy. We don't count defense. I, I think he's going to still hit 20 home runs. Uh, but the only way I feel comfortable with keeping him at, say, 42, where I have him right now, is if he steals over 10 bases. So I have him stealing over 10 bases because I don't think if you're the Cardinals and you have a guy who last year steals 15 bases, you're going to keep running. You're not going to just change the way he's playing. Um, he got caught stealing four times, which isn't great, but they show that they're going to have him run. So he played 138 games last year. If he can play closer 150, 154, uh, I think he'll easily go over 10. If he can get close to 20, I don't think he will. I think it'll probably be around 15 again. But even so, if he has 15 stolen bases, 20-something home runs, he bats, say, around 280, he's kind of hitting all the categories for you. Uh, and that's, again, in a roto league like we're talking about, that's what you're looking for. So I'm comfortable with him in the 40s. I'm a little skeptical because he's against, he had a breakout season. This wouldn't be a sophomore slump, but if there's, there's going to be some sort of regression. I don't think he's going to hit 34 home runs again. Uh, but if he gets the stolen bases, then I'm okay taking him in the 40, 40 range in terms of hitters. This podcast is going way too long. So number 41, John Carlos Stanton. I'm a Red Sox fan. Don't love John Carlos Stanton, but I had him on my team last year. And when you look at his stat line, 273, 35 home runs, 97 RBIs, 870 OPS. I That's a great stat line. I, I don't disagree. And I would take John Carlos Stanton again, because I think the Yankees are good. I don't think they won the World Series, but they're good. They're almost They're good almost every year. The problem with Stanton is I had to bench him for weeks at a time last season. And for a player that you're going to pick, and again, I'd have to look at Brett's rankings to, to kind of decide, but you're, you're taking him in the top 70, top 10 rounds. You're probably going to have to take John Carl in the top 10 rounds, depending on how many players you have in your league. We have 10 players in our league. I He's easily going top 100 players so you have to decide is this a guy you want to spend a top 100 player on if you have to bench him for weeks at a time uh i still would because i think the upside is an mvp type player but last year was frustrating and i think for me last year i'd placed in the middle of the pack for my fantasy league i think part of it was the fact that i had to bench john carl stanton for weeks at a time because he just wasn't able to hit the ball and it was tough because then you bench him for a week and he plays six games in a week he has one game where he ends up hitting three home runs. The rest of the games, he's striking out three times uh, and maybe walking a few times. And that was frustrating. So if there's a little more consistency, obviously you want him. But I would take the risk on Carl Stanton because uh, I do think that he's going to have another good season. I think he's going to hit over 30 home runs. I think he'll hit around 270. And he'll probably have over 75 RBS. So, again, that's my rankings. Uh, numbers 50 to 41. This podcast went way too long. Talk too much. What are you going to do? Bye.